Welcome to Realcast, the weekly roundup of the real asset markets. Um, I'm joined this week by uh, Nicole Dines um, and Paul Strome. And one of the stories that I thought was interesting from last week was the Commerce Real Climate Impact Fund reaching uh, a 1 billion euro milestone. This week as well, CBRE Investment Managers and Forum Mobility announcing a $400 million joint venture, which is targeting electrification of uh, heavy duty port transit. So um, the sort of container trucks. So uh, again, we're beginning to see substantial capital beginning to move towards that electrification side, both on the infrastructure and the real estate side. Um, Nicole, what, what stories have caught your eye over the week? There are quite a few. It seems that, you know, activities definitely started again in the market after the sort of Christmas break. Uh, in London, uh, there's a massive new project being started. It's a £3.5 billion project for a Docklands new town. It's a silver town partnership uh, led by Lendlease. And they are hoping to transform one of London's biggest remaining sort of derelict sites, which was the Millennium Mills, so old flour mills that have been derelict for about 40 years, into a sort of buzzing new scheme with over 6,500 new homes and creating 10,000 jobs. And half of the homes Lendlease is promising will be, will be affordable. Uh, now, the plans have been submitted to Newham Council. We'll see whether they get approved. But uh, if, if it happens, that would be the last piece in a vast jigsaw puzzle of that massive regenerated area in East London. Elsewhere in London, in the very trendy area of Shoreditch, um, the office group company, which is a specialist in sort of flexible office space, um, has opened uh, London's tallest mass timber building, uh, which was built uh, from scratch from the ground up. It has 28 offices, about 500 sort of flexible desks. And the interesting thing, it was built totally with renewable materials and construction methods and embodied cardboard creation was reduced by 37% compared to a concrete uh, building. And of course, in line with what offices need to have now, it's got lots of amenities, meeting rooms, breakout spaces, and of course, the inevitable yoga studio. So it's a very sustainable building. And apparently from people who've been there said the most amazing thing about the building, apart from the space, is this fantastic sort of healthy nature smell of wood going into the building. So that's clearly something that companies are going to look at. And deals have been happening in Europe as well, not just in London. Azora, uh, the Spanish group, consolidated its position in the logistics sector. They've invested 100 million euros in eight assets in Spain, uh, seven in Madrid, one in Barcelona for a total of 90,000 square meters. And uh, Azor has really been focusing on metropolitan areas and on last mile assets, which they believe provide the best value for investors. Elsewhere in Germany, the International Campus Group, the specialist student accommodation company, um, has completed the acquisition of a portfolio of five assets from Allianz Real Estate and CBRE Investment Management. It's one of the largest transactions in the sector of the last few years. And the last five, uh, the five uh, student apartment blocks are already operating under the FIS, which is one of international campuses uh, brands. And now they, they've been acquired, they will be upgraded, uh, they offer more amenities and more services and more community spaces for students. Some companies are looking, European, are looking uh, you know, beyond Europe, such as Patrizia, the German group, that is strengthening its presence in the Asia Pacific region. Um, they've done a recent residential deal in Japan, and now they're consolidating their partnership with Mitsu which has been going on for quite a few years, but they're launching now a new flagship discretionary sustainable infrastructure strategy, uh, which assets under management of $1 billion. It's one of the group's largest ever um, infrastructure strategies uh, in the region. And Graham Matthews, the CEO of infrastructure for Patricia, said it's a real game changer for the company. And interestingly, it will target uh, sustainable projects such as solar 
uh, wind farms, battery storage, and uh, EV ch charging stations. So that would be interesting uh, to watch. And uh, another really interesting uh, survey that came out this week by Burdentix, uh, the independent um, company, uh, they did a global survey, a global corporate survey, so hundreds of big companies in the real estate sector, with most with revenues over $1 billion. It said over half of companies are investing more in their offices to encourage people to return to work. 60% in particular plan to invest more in, um, in staff health and well-being. This is the good news, but however, getting staff to return to work it's come second to cutting costs for most companies um, and only 29 percent of companies said that they plan to expand their portfolios this year so there's still a sense of sort of economic uncertainty on a, on a global scale in the sector i think it's been really interesting to see um, both that that change in office but also again some of the focus there um, nicole around the infrastructure side um, and I saw that uh, in Ireland, Power Capital secured 240 million euros for solar projects. So again, we're beginning to see some of these things definitely coming through. Um, Paul, what have you been tracking? Well, interesting uh, what Nicole was saying there about offices. The uh, 2023 uh, Investment Intentions Survey was published in the past week by INREV, the European Association for Investors in Non-Listed Real Estate Vehicles. It points out that almost a quarter of all investors plan to decrease their allocations to real estate globally between 2023 and 2024. Office, residential and industrial logistics remain, however, the preferred sectors for all investors targeting Europe. Nearly 70% of offices took the top spot. INRIF said that the current fall in investor sentiment is sharper than during the, the COVID-19 crisis and it's barely offset by investors planning to increase allocations during the same period. Uh, and the association said it indicates a muted outlook for, for the industry. INRIF publishes the report in conjunction with ANREV and, and the PREA, its equivalent organisations in Asia, Pacific and North America. European investors are the most cautious, with 37% planning to decrease allocations during the period, compared to 20% and 5% respectively among North Americans and uh, Asia-Pacific Asia investors. However, the average allocation to real estate globally is 10.2%, only slightly below the, the uh, average target of 10.4%. The denominator effect in which the value of other asset types has fallen further than property, making some investors technically over-allocated to real estate, is part of the explanation, and that tends to be among European investors particularly. The report highlights uh, another change, that is that uh, investors are returning to core as their preferred investment style for 2023. European investors are most risk averse, with 57% opting for, for core when investing in their region. INRIF said that the, uh, the preference for offices is possibly counterintuitive, but can partly be explained by non-European, particularly Asia-Pacific investors, identifying it as the sector of choice for Europe. Residential was in second place owing to the high and stable income and its strong counter-cyclical uh, characteristics. Last year's top choice, in industrial uh, and logistics, slipped third place with 46%. So INREV attributes this to years of consistent outperformance, sharp yield compression and relatively high rental growth expectations. Uh, one sector that's thriving in the UK is the purpose-built student accommodation uh, sector. And according to new research from Mike Frank, investment in the sector reached 7.2 billion in 2022. That was up 69% year on year. The firm's uh, student property report uh, it also points out that this volume is notably higher than the average of 4.1 billion for the previous five years. Now, we should point out that uh, 4 billion of the 7.2 uh, was invested in the final quarter 
2022, and um, 3.3 billion of that was attributable to a single deal. That's Grace Star's purchase of the Student Roost portfolio for uh, 3.3 billion. Knight Frank points out that despite a growing supply pipeline, student numbers are outpacing future supply because of current difficulties such as concerns about inflation, shortage of skilled labour, increasing finance costs and the supply demand imbalance is underpinning rental growth, which could exceed uh, 5% in the 2022-23 academic year. Other residential sectors are available, as AXA IMOTS reminded us, in Spain, where it has just got planning permission to develop a 540-unit affordable housing development in the Tetuan district of Madrid. The development, which is expected to be complete in the last quarter of 2024, will comprise two 24-storey blocks with other amenities. Uh, AXA IMOTS, Head of Transactions and Developments for Iberia, Esther Escapa, said that like many leading European capital cities, Madrid has an acute undersupply of affordable accommodation, uh, and particularly in the central areas. Yeah, it's interesting to see, Paul, some of those trends picking up as well, the office, but also that affordable housing side. Um, I noticed um, just in terms of the people moves, Will Rousen joining uh, Henley Investment Management. And also at the same time, I noticed that they were announcing an acquisition along with co-investment partner Invesco Real Estate into Grade A office building in central Amsterdam. And also on the people moves, I noticed Luke Dawson at Collier's taking on an extra global capital markets role there. Patrick DeBart as well, heading up sustainability at ASR Real Estate and also joining the Impact Editorial Board. Congratulations to everybody on those moves and welcome to the uh, Impact Editorial Board, Patrick. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you for watching and look forward to seeing you next week for our regular roundup of the Real Asset Markets. (music) 